0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 61. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing here this evening?
1: I'm doing good, it's the uh, Roger Barris episode.
0: Yes, yes, this is the Roger Maris episode, <laughs> 61. <laughs> gotta love it, gotta love it. Oh man, a lot to discuss in the world of baseball since the last time we did the show. Are you ready to get started?
2: I
1: am.
0: Okay, so let's just dive right into it. Uh, some somber news, some sad news to kind of start off with. Um, we lost a legendary voice in the world of baseball. The one and only uh, Vin Scully passed away at the age of 94. Hmm. And if you've, you know, especially if you're in the L.A. area and you've listened to the like, Dodgers games, he was part of the Dodgers broadcast team for 60 67 years. I mean, he goes back to even, you know, when there were Brooklyn Dodgers to them being the L.A. Dodgers. I mean, he was with them for a long time, just had one of those distinguished voices. When you heard that voice, you know, you knew Vin Scully was calling the game. And it's interesting, too. I learned this today, too. I didn't know he, he worked here at a, one of the local radio stations here for a little bit, too, a WTOP, one of the news radio stations here. They said he um, got a job um there back in the day, too. I had no idea about that. And he's had many legendary calls over the years. I mean, that Kurt Gibson call when he hit that home run—that's <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. that's that's the big one right there. And when think um, Aaron broke um, um, past uh, Babe Ruth and hit that home run, he made the call for that game as well. I mean, he's, he's he's he will definitely be missed. And he had one of those just soothing, calming voices that you just gravitated to. You told great stories and everything. He had retired in uh twenty sixteen, but he's a legendary voice in the world of baseball. any um, thoughts on Ven Scully?
1: Uh, I mean, I wasn't too too familiar with him um or anything like that, but uh from what I did hear, like yeah, he he him along with what, Chick Hearn. Chick um, Hearn yeah. Yeah, they probably was like the two biggest voices of LA. Yeah, ironically, Absolutely. at the same time, exactly, um, crazy, and everything. But yeah, I mean, like you said, he he had some legendary calls, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it was interesting about it. Like here in recent years, you don't have too many, you know, iconic voices, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in in sports in general anymore. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, it's it's always like you know older guys and. Mm-hmm. I mean, to kind of steer it towards wrestling for a second, I mean, you know, it, it, we grew up with Jim Ross. Yes. You know, yes. Jim Ross was our voice, just like there's a certain, if you have a certain age, you grew up with, um, uh, I can't remember his name now, what Glasses, um, damn it, I can't remember his name right now, but he was, no, not Gorilla, he, he was in, he was NWA, NWA, WCW for, for a little bit before Jim Ross took over. Um shoot I can't remember what his name is right now but it'll come to me at some point I'll remember who he was mm-hmm. but it, you know it's just like certain voices you know are iconic and memorable mm-hmm. and you know, like you say for for that region you know he was one of the men you know he was one of the voices you know just like Harry Carey Jr you know you know he he Harry Caron, he was he was the voice you know you know and everything so it like I say, we just don't have people like that anymore,
2: unfortunately. No, you really,
0: really don't. We don't really seem to have that in this day of age. You had, you had him, and for football fans, you had like John Madden. I remember, yes. um, um, here, like, listening to some of the um local teams, like for the Wizards, you had um Steve Buckhand and Phil Schneer. You know, they used to call the Wizards' bullets games. You know, stuff back in the day. You know, they had distinguished voices and everything. But nowadays, you really don't see that. You don't really. see those people like that that call these games and everything it's just a totally different time period you don't see those legendary voices like that and like i say, and he was you know doing radio you know radio is not like it was back in the day either too so not people you know streaming stuff and you know, having other ways of listening to content and everything you know so yeah you really you really don't don't see it and we may not again maybe possibly in our lifetime we may see something like that again but we may not see that again. We may not see legendary voices like that calling, you know, baseball, basketball, football games like that. You may not see that. I mean you have people to call games today, but you don't have like the Vince Scully, the John Madden yeah. type of people
1: anymore. Marv Alberts. Marv yeah. Alberts. yeah,
0: that's another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah guys yeah. like that. You don't you don't have that in this day and age.
1: Well, you really don't. Oh, and it was it was Gordon Soly who I was thinking Gordon
0: of. Gordon Soley. Got it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking of. What but yeah, it, yeah, it's just you know, certain people had that knack for you know, and just had that voice, you know, this uh, cause I can't, it's I know people probably like how the hell you don't know this, but like the uh, for the Atlanta Braves, so uh, you know, the announcer, you know, the announcer for that, I I, I never knew his name, but I just know that voice, yeah. Yes. I, I, I just mm-hmm. watch Brave games, and, like you just hear mm-hmm. that voice, and he just had that unique type of. Voice and, and, and calling those games and just I, I remember I used to imitate his voice a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, no. <laughs> because it, I mean, it was, it right was, now you know, it was <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, John Smokes coming up. Uh, you know, right. he's been he's been having a great season.
0: Mm-hmm, uh, you, know, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, stuff
1: like like you don't have people like that. No.
0: Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. yeah, and it's so unfortunate. Like, so we we were so lucky to grow up in a time where we had people. Like that, because, like I say, kids coming up now, they, they might not, you know, they might not, have, they don't have it now, and maybe never will see legendary voices like that. That, that you know, that stood out, you may not like you say, we don't know the land of um, um brave's guy's name offhand, but you know, that voice when you hear exactly. that, voice, that voice, you know, stands out, it's distinguished, you know. That's that that's, that's a talent in itself, too, because some people hear their voice, like, Yeah, you know, I don't want to hear you talk, but some people they had that certain voice, they had that certain presence about them, and it really. Gravitates you to the sports. Oh, let me check this out. Oh, I mean, he's telling you know, some good story. They kind of gravitate you toward that sport and wants you to want you to um wants you to listen. Yeah, I mean,
1: oh, uh, Howard Cosell, he was another one. Yeah, so, yeah, Howard Cosell. Yeah, um, that's, that's that's another one. Um, huh. I mean, who who now would you say somebody? What closest? Like, I mean, like in football, would be somebody like a Al Michaels or yeah,
2: Al Michaels. Um, yeah. I'm trying to
1: think who else. Well, now it's freaking Joe Buck. <laughs>
0: but um, he does have a distinguished voice. But you like, he, or not? he definitely
1: has voice. Yeah, he voice. do. But but I don't, I never care for Joe. Book. But hey, he his I mean, and, and and then like with basketball, who who would you say? Um, shoot, I don't even know who, who really who's like the prime commentators for the games for basketball now. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I, I can't think of
0: nobody off offhand
1: either. Yeah, so. Oh no, you yeah. just don't. You just don't have those those iconic voices anymore.
0: You really don't. You really really don't. So yeah, definitely rest in peace to Vince Scully. Um, any of th- thoughts on that? Any thoughts on him?
1: No, that's, that's that's it.
0: All right, cool. All oh. right, let's dive right into this. Um, yesterday, um, we had the um baseball trading deadline. You had a lot of moves and stuff happening. You know, leading up to yesterday. Um, with the um, trading deadline. But obviously one of the biggest names to be traded during the trading deadline was one Juan Soto. He is heading to the Padres along with Josh Bell after, I don't think we got the chance, I don't think we talked about it on air or not, but he supposedly, one of the last offers that the Nationals had given him was for $440 million. And soon as they announced that, they figured it was just the right one was on the wall that he was going to end up, End up being traded. they were throwing like the Yankees out there. They're throwing the Dodgers out there. They're throwing a lot of teams out there. But lo and behold, it was the Padres who eventually traded and got got Juan Soto, and in return, the Nationals get back they get back several players: uh, C.J. Abrams, um, James Wood, Robert Hassel the third, Luke Voigt, who ended up being the guy that. Um, They had to end up replacing because that one guy, I forgot what his name was, but he had like a no trade clause in his contract and he Mm. refused to trade to the Nationals and he ended up going, ended up going to, going to Boston. So, Mm. yeah. So, yeah, the Nationals get some potential prospects and some players back in this trade and that Padres lineup now, I mean, they should be getting Fernando Tatis Jr. back at some point. I mean, you got... Fernando Tatis Jr., you got Manny Machado, you got Juan Soto. They got Josh Bell in that lineup. That's going to be a very, very, very scary lineup for them. I mean, it sucks for Nationals fans, but the Padres, hopefully, you know, this is something that kind of elevates them and takes them to that next level in the NL West. Um, also on the whole Juan Soto trade.
1: Well, I mean, I still think it's kind of crazy that for the last couple of years that the Nationals have been. Basically saying, you know what? We're going to rebuild. Yes. And, but at the same time, it's like, why exactly did you feel you needed to rebuild? I mean, you had some really good talent. So, mm-hmm. why did they feel like they needed to overhaul rebuild? I, I I didn't understand that. but
0: I don't understand that neither. I mean, you just won a World Series in 2019. And just think. Going back to um, even 2018, before they won the World Series. You've let Bryce Harper go. You've let Max Scherzer go. You've let Trey Turner go. Soto go. Josh oh uh, Josh Bell go. Kyle Schwarber go. You letting all these names go, and I'm like, why do you feel the need that you have to rebuild? Don't you think you would try to you know keep these guys, maybe add a piece here and there, and try to continue and win some more? World Series. I know you know COVID hit and that affected a lot of things too, but still, I don't understand the need to be hitting the reset button when you just won a World Series not that long ago. I mean, you're taking a page out of, out of the Marlins. Yes, like, what? That's exactly what I was going to
2: say. sounds you're
1: it's a just a play like out of the Marlins play when
0: you win the World Series
1: and then blow up the team. Yeah, that's that's what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like what, what, what are you doing? But yeah, I mean, and, it, and it's weird too because. Juan Soto was just in the home run derby.
2: Yes, he was. And so, won the home run derby. And won it. And, and won the home run derby. That's
1: that's what's even it's even more insane. It's like that's that is his that was his basically his swan song from the nationals, is him, you know, having a great all-star weekend. You
2: mm-hmm. know.
1: And yeah, it's like, why would you I mean I okay, I get okay. but it's like now who who do you have? Mm-hmm. Not,
0: not 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 a whole lot to be completely honest with you. I mean, you got Steven Strasburg. I mean, can you count on him?
1: I mean, there's no offense, but he get hurt just getting out the car. So it's like
0: come on, <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: come on man. It's like <laughs> really
0: yeah. I mean, you got him, Victor Robles, um, Joe Ross who's been injured this year, and that's that's honestly about it. Most of the other guys, I'm like, who who are these guys? Um, you got Corbin who's been turd. He's been awful since he helped us win that World Series. He's been a horrible pitcher ever since. I don't know what's happened to him. He's regressed big time, and it's just frustrating as a Nationals fan to just see all this talent go. And we're supposed to be getting new ownership at some point. They said possibly by like the end of this year. They're supposed to be having new ownership taken over too. So I'm like, what is this new ownership gonna have have to work with? Who traded away one of your big stars who didn't have to trade away? He still had two years. Remaining on his contract, you didn't have to trade him this offseason. Why not get this new ownership in place? See if they can maybe work out a deal with him and see what the direction they have for the team moving forward and take things from there. You didn't have to. I get you want to trade him, you want to get some pieces back because Bryce Harper left and you got nothing back in exchange for him. So I get one to get some stuff back if you're gonna, you know, if he's not gonna resign with the team, but you didn't have to. It seemed like it was a panic move for them. It's not like they kinda of panicked when I mean, he didn't accept that last deal and said, Okay, mm-hmm. hey, we gotta get rid we got we gotta gotta trade this guy. Like I said, you still had two years at a reasonable deal. You didn't have to like jump to make a move like they did yesterday.
1: Yeah. But what if what if this is like a big F you to the new ownership? Like, yeah, y'all getting the team,
2: but y'all ain't gonna have these players. <laughs> exactly.
0: Y'all ain't gonna have y'all ain't gonna have nobody. Congratulations. You- the Washington Nationals the team that won the World Series in 2019. But guess what? You got nobody on the team. <laughs> that wasn't no
1: part one. of that World Series team either. No,
0: nobody. Nobody. It's exactly, so, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's wild. It's just, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, it's, it's, it's just frustrating to see all that talent walk out the door. It's just, it's just, it's yeah. just frustrating. <laughs> you know, kept some of those guys and said, okay, we're going to build around these guys and probably, you know, Get back to the World Series. So I'm I i do not know. It's just it's it's frustrating. It's very frustrating.
1: That's yeah. I mean. but I mean, but then when you look at the flip side, like you said, look at what
0: that does for the Padres. So, yeah, look at yeah. look, look 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 at them right now. I mean, I mean you look at look at this lineup with, with what they have over there. I mean, how do you feel about about that lineup with the Padres? I mean, that's they're looking good.
1: Well, I I say this. Is it starting to look like Fernando Tatis might be odd man out?
2: You know, somebody was, somebody
0: was, 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 that, was that Wilbon and Cornhouse? Um, it might have been them because I, I had them <laughs> on earlier, and I think they was they were saying the same thing. They were saying like, okay, you got all this talent and stuff here. Great. What are you going to do with that talent? Just because you put all that talent on the same team, you don't know it's necessarily going to mesh and everything. And for Fernando has been out too. They've been doing mm-hmm. good. Without him, now you add another big time star in Soto. So I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. I mean if it works, hey. It's gonna be fun to yeah. watch. If it doesn't
1: If it works, but what if what if the Padres would be like,
0: you know what?
1: Maybe we can trade old Fernando at this point.
0: Because <laughs> Because you got a lot of money invested in him yep. and Manny, and then Soto's going to be wanting a contract, too, in a couple of years, too. How are how you, how you going to pay all these guys? How are you going to afford to keep all these guys?
1: Well, I, I come back to what happened last season. That blow up between mm-hmm. Manny and, and Fernando. And I think in the long run, don't be surprised if the GM and everybody is probably looking like, well, Fernando is a little bit more of a problem. He's a great talent. He's a great player. But, you know, from a team perspective, he might be a bit of a problem. So, yeah, we got Manny Machado. We got Josh Bill. We got um, Juan Soto and everything. Let's build around that. And Fernando, we'll see you down the road. Type of thing.
0: So. You know what? That would not surprise me, especially with this whole, you know, whole situation with his injury and everything. Mm -hmm. When he got injured in the Dominican Republic on a motorcycle or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that's a big no-no if you play in a sport like that. that They put stuff like that in your contract. You know, you're not supposed to do certain things like that. You you never know. You never know. I mean, especially, especially if things don't. If it works out, hey, great. But if it doesn't work, you see like some tension and stuff there. He could be odd man out. Because, like I say,
1: as, as great of a player as he is, he's kind of showed that he doesn't like to be second fiddle.
0: Mm-hmm. That um, is very, true. That he is
1: very be, true. He wants to be...
0: He wants to be the guy.
1: Yeah, he wants to be the guy. He wants to be the ace of mm-hmm. the team. Mm-hmm. And now, you're not so much the ace of the team no more.
0: No, you're not. You're definitely, you're definitely, definitely not. You know, I mean, so, a, lot of, a lot of the talk, a lot of the attention is going to come to Juan Soto, and they showed him, you know, getting introduced to the team today, and I think Fernando was there, and they embraced it and everything. All may seem cool now, but one thing he gets back, and once things get rolling, I mean, you, you're gonna see that same companionship between the two of them. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, it looks I don't
1: good know. on paper, but and we and we've seen that before, with you know, in other sports, and you
0: know,
2: oh
1: yeah, it looks good on paper, but how well will you mesh together? Mm-hmm. Look,
2: look, look at the Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, well
1: well a few times i mean you remember that lineup that they had when you had you had brooke lopez kevin garnett uh joe johnson yeah darren williams like that's what, like if this was like the uh, mid to early 2000s that would have been a great team oh but, man but, you know, that didn't work so well no we did, 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 did,
2: so. did not so I mean, it,
1: or, or, or or I mean, your 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 Lakers you oh, had I to say, the Lakers, yeah, Sha- w- Shaq, Shaq, Kobe, Peyton and, and Malone. hmm that,
0: that didn't
1: work out. So, so it's like I don't know, but I mean, I, I feel like the Padres, the Padres are looking like okay, we want because I mean, at the end of the day, it's we trying to keep up with the Dodgers.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's, the, that's the number
1: one thing. Absolutely. That's what that is. If we can keep pace with them or even supersede them, and then we'll go from there. But I feel like everything that the Padres are doing is to, okay, how do we stay up with the Dodgers? Mm-hmm. Because if we can compete with them, then we can compete with anybody. Is I feel like that's what their mentality is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, cool. right, go ahead.
0: And, of course, the Dodgers are loaded, too. You got yes. Freeman over there. You got Mookie Betts. You yep. got uh, Clayton Kershaw. They're, they're a loaded Craig <laughs> Turner. They're a loaded team, too.
1: I keep saying I'm going to get me a Mookie, um, a Mookie jersey.
0: Oh, yeah, I like, I, like, I like Mookie.
1: Well, no, I mean, well, Mookie because, you know, Mookie from uh, Do the Right Thing. Mookie. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes, I yes, yes, yes. I keep yes, saying I'm going to get them right. you, did, you, you did mention that. I
0: remember
1: man. you mentioned that. Yeah, well, them damn
0: jerseys, man, they even... Oh, yeah. expensive! his all hill I, I know.
1: Yeah. I mean, but it's worth it, though. But yeah, still. yeah,
0: it is. But yeah, they—they—they they, they, they definitely. They definitely like, <laughs> so I understand when people be you know burning jerseys, too, too
1: yeah, what are you doing?
0: What are you? What are you doing? Like, I, you know, I got so many jerseys of players that have left and everything. I just got them sitting in my closet. I'm not. Burning them, I've sold some. I put a couple on eBay and sold them, but I'm not. I'm dead, definitely ain't burning those things as much money those just cost.
1: People just, people just ridiculous. But
0: it, it, exactly, it's, 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 it's wild when it comes to that. I never understood that. Like why, why burn?
1: <laughs> I never understood either. But
0: no, no, that. But. Yeah, it's definitely something to keep an eye on with the, the Padres with this so this Soto move. It's definitely something to keep an eye on. They it's it's, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be like I said, it could go one or two ways. It could mm-hmm. be Really, really good, or it could go the opposite way too. Like you said, we've seen this before with teams, not just in baseball. You know, you add all this talent on the team, and it looks good, but how do you match the chemistry and everything? How how, how how's it all gonna you know tie together in a nice boat?
1: I mean, I I'll, I'll say this: will will they be Like the early two late nineties, early two thousand Yankees, or Mm -hmm. would they be like the nineties Atlanta Braves?
0: That's 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 a good example. That is definitely a good example. Yeah,
1: both teams, both teams were loaded. Mm -hmm. One, 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 a few World Series. One, one, one
0: World Series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very true. That is very, very true. So like said the jury's still out on them, so we'll see. See what happens with them moving forward. Yep. All right, the next topic. We had the MLB All Star game a couple of weeks ago. And we just talked about it um earlier. Juan Soto, he did win the home run derby. The home run derby. It was really really fun. I mean, I really enjoyed it. You had him and um this young guy, um, Julio Rodriguez, who really kind of shined, the rookie from the Mariners. He ended up hitting he didn't obviously didn't Win, but he ended up hitting sixty-three home runs in the in the Derby, and um, Albert Pujols did a lot better than I thought he was gonna do. He did really, really well. It was, it was nice seeing him being, you know, being his last All Star game. This whole Legends thing that they put out there, and him being a part of the part of the home run Derby, and then we get to the game. The game was okay. I mean, nothing special. It was three to two, the American League. Once again, they continue their dominance. That knife win in a row you had um um John Carlos Stanton he was your MVP and he's only the third Yankee to win win um All-Star Game MVP. Um, Mario Rivera and Jeter were the other two Yankees. Which is crazy. You think all the great Yankees that have played, yeah. you know, been the All-Star Game, those are the only two that have won all, All-Star MVP. That's that's just so that's just that's, that's just, you know, insane to me. That's that's Crazy. Yeah, kind of but um weird. it is, yeah, very much so. I mean, that was very surprising. But um any thoughts on the All Star game, home run derby? Did you get a chance to check it out? Any highlights or anything? Anything stood out to you? Anything about well, like, this all star game and home run derby?
1: Well, uh with the home run derby let's start with that. Um I say that Albert Pujols was basically like uh, like Mark Henry when he said I got a lot left in the tank. Yes. Yes. There you go. <laughs> you know. Which I mean wasn't surprised. I was like, the old man still got it. I'm like, exactly. Look at this. I'm
0: like, I was pl- I was not expecting that from him. I was just saying that's just a nice moment just to participate. You know, if he anything that he does is, you know, just out there just for fun. But he he did a lot better than I thought he was gonna do. He said, yeah. hey, like you said, I still
1: got something to think. <laughs> yeah, and I mean as far as the game, um I I feel like right now from a competitive standpoint, I feel like the MLB all-star game might be the best of the all-star game because they actually are playing for something. Mm -hmm.
2: They are,
1: you know, it's like, okay, whoever, whoever wins, whichever, you know, league wins when it comes to, you know, the world series, whoever represents that league gets home field advantage. You know, you playing for something. um, Opposed to, oh, we just, it's an exhibition. It's just an exhibition. Okay. And, and they take it like it's an exhibition in mm-hmm. other sports, mm-hmm. especially if they're a pro. I don't know what the hell the pro, bro, the pro bowl at this point is just a big waste of time, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's always fun. Uh, of course, I always make the joke. Uh, no one got bowled over, uh, you know, going in the home, talking mm-hmm. about a certain guy who, Numbers don't exist no more, mm-hmm, but
2: exactly.
1: um, uh, but yeah, I mean, All Star Game is always fun to watch. Um, I mean, I saw the highlights and everything. Of course, I didn't get a chance to see the game itself, but it's always cool. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes it takes me back to when I was a kid, and, and I actually used to watch the All Star. I used to get hyped for the All Star Game. Oh, absolutely, baseball. absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's always it's just a it's a great. It always has a great atmosphere. I always say that.
0: It definitely does. If, if, like I said, all the All-Star games, it definitely has that special, special feel to it. I mean, it's like they go all loud and like yeah. home run derby's fun. It's just, just like of all the All-Star games, it's probably definitely the most, most fun. I, I definitely always look forward to the All-Star game. It's just, it's, it's fun. It's just like baseball, like, I, I think even getting a go um, back in 2018, it was an experience in itself. So it's always, like, of all the sports, that is by far... I think the best, the best
1: All Star game. Now, now, what would be interesting? Because I mean, I know they're doing the whole thing now with a spot for legends, which I thought, you know, when that first came about, I was like, okay, well, they're gonna pull dig out some old retired people. That's what I was.
0: That's
1: the same thing I was thinking too. But I mean, what if, what if for the home run derby? Nah, we'm gonna bring back like some legends a few that's been retired for like a few years where they they still got it a little bit but they too, I mean you ain't gonna bring out no damn um you know nobody that's been retired for like 20 30 years you know nothing like that maybe about four or five maybe and you know have them kind of compete in a home in the home run derby or something like that that would be cool to see
0: that oh absolutely that would definitely be cool to see I mean why I mean hey why not? I mean, you got this rule in place. Why not take advantage of somebody that can just come in there? Like I say, it's an exhibition game. Why not? For fun, for nostalgia purposes and everything. I'd have no issue with that whatsoever. Yeah, that'd be cool. But it, it,
1: it, like I said, it'd be interesting to see how they decide to go forward with the, the legend spots. Like, will they really bring back, like, a true legend? Like, oh, no. Here comes number twenty four from the Seattle Marinerslash slash Cincinnati Reds. The hell is he doing there?
0: Exactly, exactly. You know,
1: type of thing. You know that that'd be cool to see, um, or something like that. So yeah, I, I mean, but I mean, do you do you know why they decided to add that like spot or anything? Because I That's, I never found out why. I
0: know found out why either. They just made that announcement. They didn't give a whole lot of reason behind it. I don't know what changed or anything like that. Maybe it's something I can, you know, look into. Or if you find out something, definitely, you know, something we can definitely discuss here down the line. But I I, I haven't heard anything. I, I really haven't. I think it's, cool. it's a cool concept. Something different. Something nice to add to the All-Star experience. But I didn't, haven't heard any specific reason why they decided to go this route. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's something that we can probably look into.
0: Mm-hmm hmm Um, anything else on that? Anything else on the All Star game or anything else?
1: No, not really. No.
0: Okay. All right. So another thing that happened um just the last time we did a show, we had the MLB draft, and it's amazing. Two of the, the top two picks in the draft have ties to, you know, baseball's past. The number one pick to the Orioles, uh, shortstop uh, Jackson Holiday, son of Matt Holiday. And then the number two pick who went to the Diamondbacks outfielder, uh, Drew Jones, who is related to Andrew Jones. And they said mm. this is for the first time ever. Sons of former MLB players were selected for the first two picks in the MLB draft. So uh, keeping it in the family. I thought that was you, you always like hearing like cool stuff like that, you know, stats and stuff like that in sports or moments like that in sports or seeing stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Me uh, thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it is. Um it's crazy. Like I mean Andrew Jones, uh, Oh yeah. Him. I watched him with the Atlanta Braves.
0: Yes, so. loved him.
1: Loved and now, him. Now and now his son his, his freaking plan is like
0: Jesus. Is this it's, it's mind blowing when you think you <laughs> think about it. like I say, you grow up watching some of these, you know, guys playing and then you you know stay around long enough to see their their kids play too. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. The-
1: it's that it's that Vlad Guerrero thing. It's like yeah, yeah,
0: that? yeah. They, 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 there you go. It's like, definitely that.
1: Man, like wait a minute. Like hold mm-hmm. on a second. Mm-hmm. I watched the dad growing up. Now I'm watching his son. Like
0: exactly. That, bro? That's that's just mind blowing when you think of it. So hey, I I, w- I wish both of these guys well. And like I said, you got him, Vlad. Guer- I think um Craig Biggio, I think his son is playing too. Oh, wow. And I read some. I think I talked about it on here before. Roger Clemens' mm-hmm. uh, son was playing too. Yep. So. It's just, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. See, I like, guess like you know, it's like you know in wrestling too. You see these you know second and third generation superstars that come along too. You know you grew up watching their you know, watching their dads stuff like that, and stuff, and then you get to see you know the children and stuff too. It's it's special. It's definitely special.
1: Or or in a certain person's case, uh, a fourth generation. I,
0: yes, the fourth fourth generation. Oh, what's the Mr. Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, yes, fourth <laughs> His,
1: generation. His daughter,
0: that's, daughter that's, is the that's, fourth that's, generation. That's pr- pr- crazy when you think about that. Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. But yeah, like I say, wish them to nothing but the best. Um, any other thoughts on that?
2: Nope.
0: All right, uh, next up, uh, congratulations to one big poppy. He was inducted recently into the baseball hall of fame, well deserved. Yes, mm-hmm. one of the all time greats, and he's good on TV too. I enjoy him on TV on Fox on there with him and um, A Rod and uh, Mr. Hey, she likes you too, Mr. First, right? <laughs> 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 they're good on, they're good, on, oh. good on TV together. I really enjoy them. And especially after all he went through, you know, where he was shot and everything, mm-hmm. and he made a full recovery from that. You're glad to see him doing well and healthy and be able to, you know, be able to be inducted to the Hall of Fame after having a Hall of Fame career with the um with the with the Red Sox. Uh, any thoughts on Big Poppy going into the Hall of Fame?
1: I mean, there there are a few people who like truly deserve it. And he's one of those people. He's always it was always fun to watch um playing. Uh, Of course, as he got older, he went from playing first base to being a DH Mm -hmm. for reasons. Uh, But he, I mean, he was always just fun to watch. I used to just love watching him play Mm -hmm. Um, and everything. And of course, I mean, I know him more so from the Red Sox, but when, you know, we talked about earlier in his career and everything, it's like, oh, I didn't know he was there. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, huh, okay. Um, but, yeah, like I said, he just was a, he just an overall fun dude to watch. And, of course, you know, like you mentioned about what happened, that could have went completely the other way. Oh, absolutely. Um, and everything. And it was fortunate that he recovered from it. And, like I say now he's having an awesome postseason, you know, well, not postseason, but post-playing uh, career now. So, yeah, all, all the continued success is, you know, out to him.
0: Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, Anything else on Big Pop before we move on?
1: Uh, I mean, if anybody, you know, just want to see, like, just go back and watch some of his highlights. Like, just from the time he played, he's one of those dudes that was—he always was having fun when he played. And I don't think you see a lot. You don't see too many guys like him now. No, You know, that just overtly just has fun when they play. Mm-hmm. And he always had a smile on his face. That was always one thing. He always had a smile on his yes. face yes, um, and everything. You rarely saw him, like, you know, pissed or anything like that. No. But he, he always had a smile because he was just having fun, enjoying the game that he grew up playing, you know. Because mm-hmm. well, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's, it's still just a game. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though they get paid very, very well for playing that game. But... At the end of the day, it's still just a game, and just have fun with it. So he's Absolutely. one of those. He's one of those people you should like go back and watch and say, "See, he always had fun when he played." Mhm. He definitely
0: did. He definitely, definitely did. And that's what you should like say. At the end of the day, it's, it's it's a game. You're supposed to enjoy it and have fun, and he definitely did that. Yeah. Mhm. All right. Next up, I mean, this, this seems to be an ongoing trend we've seen, like wrestlers and stuff at. Baseball games. I mean, we talked about earlier this season. Um, uh, Swerve Scott, um, uh, Swerve S- 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 Stricken, I should sure, say, Swerve S- Stricken, threw out the first pitch at the Marlins game. And then we had Bianca Belair at a Mets game uh, not that long ago, throwing out the first pitch as well. I mean, this, this seemed to be an ongoing thing. We've seen, you know, AEW people, WWE people at uh, baseball game. I mean, this is something you've seen, you know, throughout the course of history. But it seems like more recently, it seemed like more of a more of a thing. Um, you get a chance to see that, Did you
1: hear about that? No, I, I, I first pitch? yeah, I, I, did. I mean, I follow her on, um, that's on Twitter and uh, IG. So yeah, mm-hmm. the pictures you. she posted. I saw, I saw about Swerve also. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, wait, I think Jade, I think Jade Cargill. I was, I, know, thinking, I, I think she was at a game too. I was it a Cardinals game or something. I know she was at. A, I think she was at a game too.
0: Because
1: I know she was at the. I know she was at the NASCAR. I know she was there, but... Yeah, I, I think Yaku was there too, I think. Yeah, they both, yeah up both, day of day them, both of them was at the NASCAR thing. I was like, huh, I wonder if they ran into each other. It's exactly, um, the, that would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah, and then they could have took a picture together, but then, of course, somebody probably got pissed. But, um, you know, the internet would have exploded.
2: What the hell is April 3rd? I don't Oh my uh, like uh, God,
0: WWE, Yeah,
1: to contrary belief, the people on both sides don't hate each other. It, it, um,
0: exactly, exactly. That's that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly, but but no, it, it's it's cool because once again, it's that you know, cross promotion thing. It mm-hmm. helps, it helps both. It helps promote baseball. It helps promote wrestling. So it, it's it's great when stuff like that happens, and it is cool to kind of see, you know, the wrestlers, you know, again, kind of. Getting out there doing their cross promotion, because as you know, for a while, that kind of that kind of died down to some degree. It definitely did. It definitely
0: so, definitely did. I mean, it, which is unfortunate. Like, I say having that crossover appeal is definitely a good thing. I think mean, bringing more eyes to wrestling, bringing more eyes to baseball and everything that's 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 definitely thing you like to see to help grow both sports.
1: Exactly. I mean, who knows? Who, who's to say that we we'll won't get some baseball players showing up, you know, at a wrestling event? you know, they could be in the front row and then when, uh let's say, from WWE, The Miz, he comes out or AEW, Chris Jericho comes out, get into it with him and then they beat the hell out of him, kind of like what happened with Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> you know, back in TNA. Oh, oh when, yeah. <laughs> when, they, when the football players beat the hell out of him. Yes, so,
2: yes.
1: Oh, so... Yeah, it's always cool just to see like crossover stuff like that. hmm
0: It definitely, definitely is. And like I said, I hope, hopefully we, hopefully like I said, hopefully we see more of that moving forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna continue what we've been doing over the past couple of seasons, talking about the different divisions and the teams within that division. We're finishing up our coverage of the AL Central with the final team, the one and only the uh, the Detroit. Detroit Tigers. I mean, they've been around since 1894. Um, Some of the nicknames they've gone by: Um, the Bengals, the the Motor City City Kitties. Okay, that's 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 funny. That is hilarious. They got four World Series titles in 1935, 1945, 1968, 1984. They've won 11 pennants um, from 1907, 1908, 1909, 1934, 35, 40, 45, 68, 84, 2006, 2012. They've won four division titles, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. East division titles, uh, 1972, 84, 87, and one wildcard berth in 2000 and 2006. Uh, See, they got a career record of 9,446 wins with uh, 9,311 losses in their um, team's history. Um, Jay, thoughts overall of the Detroit Tigers over the years? Any thoughts on the Tigers?
1: All right. So when I think of the Tigers sometimes, when I think back about them, that is where I saw Gary Sheffield first. Yes, when he, when he played for the Tigers.
2: That's right. Yes, forgot about that.
1: Because yeah, this is before he went to the Marlins.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He was with the Tigers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and because Gary Sheffield was one of my favorite players growing up.
2: Yeah, um,
1: and I was actually excited when he went to the when he went to the Marlins,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and everything. Um, but also this team has a very infamous very infamous player yes. <laughs> they made a movie about him yes and i watched that movie because it starred tommy lee jones mm-hmm. and i'm talking about one mr tired freaking cop mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he is always the go-to name for when people say hey you talk about all these dudes going into the hall of that, that that aren't going to the Hall of Fame because of steroids. But yet and still, you have Ty Cobb in the Hall of Fame. He's always the name that people use. Mm -hmm. For reasons. Because this was one of the worst freaking people of all time. He might have been a good baseball player, but he was a terrible human being.
2: He was an awful human
1: being. Yes. So... Yes, uh, and and like I said, if you don't know anything about Ty Cobb, ladies and gentlemen, I suggest you either go. I, su- I suggest either watch the movie or read up about it because he was he was a terrible person. I'm not gonna get too into detail about it because I don't want to get upset on the show right now. But, um, but yeah, he he was just one of the worst. Um, but the Tigers has always been an interesting team. They they've always kind of I mean, I, I would say this. I've I've always liked their uniforms because
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, they've always kind of had that. They haven't really changed up so much over the years. Those like the pinstripes that they have,
2: mm-hmm. even
1: even though they have the pinstripes, and if you're not really looking, like you would swear that they were the Yankee uniforms because they look very similar,
2: mm-hmm.
1: especially the old school uniforms. I mean, the newer ones that have, of course, they have Detroit. I mean, like either Detroit or Tigers crossed it. I can't remember which one, but. Cross it, you know, it's the Detroit Tigers, but those pinstripe ones that didn't have the name across the front, that just had like the D on the uh, left, on the left, like where the heart is, mm-hmm. where the D it, like those uniforms, you mistaken them for the Yankee uniforms if you did
2: mm-hmm. oh, not yeah.
1: paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they've always been kind of like a little interesting team. They've had their ups and downs over the years, as far as like, you know, kind of rising to the top winning world series every now and then and stuff like that you know being a contender sometimes but for the most parts like what i really remember they was always kind of a middle the road team
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: and everything because again kind of going through this we kind of see like oh at certain points in time some of these teams were really really good and then they just fall off the map it's like what the hell happened
0: hmm A lot of teams, like I said, they were good, like, back in the day, back in, like, the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and you, like, were like, like, decent history. you like, what happened? Like, I said, you were good yeah. at I mean, you know, you know teams had their ups and downs and everything, but just like, you know, having that drastic of a change where you're, like, really contenders winning World Series to where you're, like, at the bottom of the barrel of the league, that's that's like, how, how you fall off that much?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, perfect example of that is, like, you know, like the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates.
0: Yeah, yes. Like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, or, or even the Kansas City Royals, or something, you know, somebody like them. Um, but yeah, they, like I say, they've always been an interesting team. And of course, like I say, they have the most infamous <laughs> player in history
0: mm-hmm. that
1: played for their team. Mm-hmm.
2: So,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what's his name? Um, what's his name? Prince Fielder. Didn't his father play for them?
1: Yes, Prince Fielder uh, played for them. Prin- um, also, Dontrell Willis, when he left the Marlins, he went to Detroit. Yeah, I mean his career was never the same after he after he left because I mean he he could have been a, a, a he was a he was like lightning in a bottle for a very short period of time when he was with the Maldives. but when he it's like when the league figured him out, it was like yeah, but that was a wrap, and mm-hmm. he he just never recovered from that. But that's where he went. I think that's where he finished his career. I think.
0: I, I think should. I believe so. If I'm if I'm remembering correctly.
1: But, yeah, Prince failed to played for them. Prince Fielder, he was another one that, that I enjoyed. The he, was a, he was a bigger dude, too, that he was like. Yes. You wouldn't think that he could move the way he moved. It's like, oh, shit. It's like, okay, yeah, he, mm-hmm. he's actually dope. And now and now his son, Prince Fielder Jr., you know, mm-hmm, ended up mm-hmm. playing. It's like another one. You, you watch the daddy, and then you see the freaking son. So. Mm-hmm. That's
0: hmm That's, that's, that's crazy. It's crazy when you think about that. <laughs> yeah, right. So Keep it all in the family, I guess. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But um, anything else on the Tigers? Anything else on them?
1: No, not really.
0: All right, cool. All right, that wraps up our coverage of the AL Central. Next thing, we'll be moving over to the AL West. We'll just be giving a little backstory on just that overall division. We won't talk about any of the teams right away, but we'll just talk a little bit about the history of the AL AL West on on the next episode. Now, as we wrap up, as we always do, we go over the current standings in Major League Baseball, starting with the AL East. We got the Yankees on top, 70 and 36, followed by the Blue Jays at 58 and 46, Rays at 55 and 49, Orioles at 54 and 51, and then the Red Sox at the bottom at 53 and 53. Thoughts on the AL East?
1: Uh, first things up, uh, you kind of called it about the Orioles. Yeah. They, they, they creeping
2: up.
0: Mm. -hmm. Yeah. They really are. They got some young talent over there. They definitely seem like they, they're in good hands. They may not be a playoff team just yet, but like I said, I don't think they're going to finish in last place. I tell you that much right now.
1: Uh, and it's also interesting too, as of this episode that all the teams in the division are 500 and above.
0: Yeah, that, so. that's, that's a rare thing, too. That's 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 an accomplishment
1: in itself, too, for sure. Yeah, so uh, I think the A-East is going to be very interesting, especially between the Blue... I'll say between the Blue Jays, Rays, and Orioles. That's going Because the Red Sox, they kind of just... I don't know. They're just kind of fumbling around. But um, Blue Jays, Rays, and Orioles, that could be very interesting by the time we get into that postseason and see... Who, which team, you know, could potentially get a wild card, Brooke.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, over to the AL Central, which we've been talking about over the last um, several episodes. we got the Twins on top at 55 and 49, followed by the Guardians at 54 and 50, White Sox at 53 and 51, the Tigers, who we talked about today, at 42 and 64, and the Royals Royals at 41 and 64.
1: Thoughts on the Central? Well, it looks like the Twins are cl- they're clinging on to the lead of this division. I mean, it's its turning into a three-team race right now. Like, who can win it? Who can end up with a wild card, berth So, I feel that I think the Twins will probably win the division. But I, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe the Guardians might get a Wild card birth? Not sure. Yeah,
0: that's definitely something to something to keep an eye on. That would that wouldn't shock me if the if the Garden Day did get a wild card. that wouldn't shock me one bit. But we let's we we shall see. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. And over to the AL West, you got the Astros on top at 68 and 38, followed by the Mariners at 57 and 49, Rangers 46 and 58, Angels 44 and 59, and then the Athletics at 39 and 66. Thoughts on this division?
1: Well, Moneyball is dead. Um, yes. Dead and gone. <laughs> <laughs> with the Athletics. Yeah, Billy Bean, you screwed over. You screwed yes. it up. Well, um, I mean, this is the Astros division. They. They they pretty much got that on lock. It, It's it's a route, in my opinion.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: With who's gonna win that one? But oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah none of those other teams are go, <laughs> gonna catch up to them. I don't know. No, that, no. Not. not at all, not at all. And they picked up um from the Orioles, uh Trey Mancini too. So they got some another bat in that lineup too. So hey. <laughs>
2: hey, there you go.
0: There you go. Like I said, like they, they, like I say. I, you talk about cheating Astros and everything. I'm happy for Dusty. If Dusty can get a World Series, I'd be happy for Dusty. Yeah, of course. He deserves that.
1: Yes, he does. He definitely deserves it.
0: Mm-hmm. Now over to the NL side, the NL East. You got the Mets on top at 65 and 38, followed by the Braves uh, at 63 and 42, Phillies at 56 and 48, Marlins at 47 and 57, and the Nats at 36 and 69. Thoughts on the NL East?
1: Well, it's good to see that the Marlins are are in last place,
0: but Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but at the same
1: time, we know why the Nationals are in last place. Yeah,
0: we we so. know. They never take they kick the page from the old Marlins playbook. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> Jeez.
1: Um, I mean the Braves are playing really good baseball, but now that you got your two aces back with the yes. Grom and Scherzer. hmm it's gonna I, I feel like they gonna they're gonna make that push again and kind of get back to what they were at the very beginning of the
0: season. So mm-hmm. like I said, that's 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 a lethal one-two punch. You got Scherzer and DeGrom as your top two pitchers going down the stretch. I mean that's you, you can't ask for much better than that. Yeah. You really, really can't. And it's crazy, like that they Max pitched the other night. Soto actually hit a home run where his, his last home run with the National, he hit a home run off of Max. And then the Gron came back yesterday, and the Nationals, Nationals actually won. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, y'all rounded up these guys, and y'all ran up some guys from the Sandlot or something like that. Y'all found up ourselves a way to win. Unbelievable. Crazy, 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 crazy. But this is the mess division. Yeah, pretty much. They, they, they run running this division, basically. Now, over to the NL Central. You got the Brewers on top at 57 and 46, followed by the Cardinals at 54 and forty-eight Reds at forty-two and sixty-one Cubs at forty-one and sixty-one, and then the Pirates at
1: forty-one and sixty-two. Thoughts so on the Central? Uh, I'm pretty sure Willie just rolling over in his grave,
0: but I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm sure he is. He's like, what? What, what, what are y'all
1: doing? But that's my team. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Uh, well, I mean, look at the the Reds. You know, they can't because they were in last place for a while there. Yeah,
2: they were. Yeah. So.
1: So, so Chrissy's team, they, you know, they kind of pulled themselves out of the, out of the grave a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, but it's kind of like what we've been saying for the most part. It's it's a two, it's a two team race between the Brewers and the Cardinals. I think the Brewers are going to hold. I don't, barring anything like major happening, like injuries, or anything like that. But I think the Brewers are, you know, they're going to win this division. But the Cardinals oh. are right there.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Sure. And over to the NL West. You got the Dodgers on top at 70 and 33, followed by the Padres at 60 and 46, Giants 51 and 53, Diamondbacks 46 and 58, and the Rockies at 46 and six, 60. Thoughts on the NL West? Well,
1: I'm pretty sure Carlos Rogers are kicking a TV or something. I'm sure. I'm sure oh. what's, what's going on with my TV? <laughs> uh, I mean, the. the, the I mean, look at the, the Dodgers are the Dodgers. Magic got that team like a well-oiled machine. But with the trade that has happened, and we're yeah. going to see how these guys get along. And the Padres, I feel like... I feel like a spotlight is being put on the Padres. Um, if just like the tail end of this season and potentially what we're going to see going forward into next season. So I think... Even though the Dodgers I mean the Dodgers are going to win this division that's hands down but I think a spotlight now will be on the Padres cuz now we're going to be looking towards the future to see okay whoa, okay y'all made this trade you got all, you got this young talent you know what are y'all going to do
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the spotlight is definitely on them for sure. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, you got these pieces in place. Like I said, this is the Dodgers division right now, but what are y'all going to do moving forward and into the future? Now, this year, I think they could definitely be in the mix for, for a while. Yeah. A wild card spot. But moving forward, it's like it's going to be, I think it's going to be those two teams fighting it out for this division for years to come. There's going to be the Padres and Dodgers fighting that. And, I wouldn't count out the Giants because they like they have they have their they have their down years and everything. But then sometimes they'll you know they'll be in the mix too. Just like last year was down to the mix between those two teams. I mean, not so much probably this year, but you never know what they they could be in the mix too. But it's definitely going to be the Dodgers and Padres with the Giants kind of flirting in there from time to time too. Yeah. I think, for the next you know. Seven yeah. Years. But, yeah.
1: The, the Giants like to pop up and say hey every so often.
0: Yeah, they, it, exactly, exactly. It's like hey, you know, don't, don't 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 forget about us now too.
1: Yeah, they like the Breakfast Club. Don't you forget about me? You know yeah, that whole time.
0: Like, ex- exactly, exactly. That's 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 how the Giants act. So, right. uh, so that's the division standings right now. Uh, one last thing uh, coming up uh, next next. Thursday, yeah, next Thursday, we're getting in the um, the Field of Dreams game. You got the Cubs and the Reds on August 11th playing in this year's uh Field of Dreams game. Any of your thoughts on that, real quick, before we wrap up?
1: I mean, see if I would say this: if he was in good standards with baseball, which he slowly but surely is kind of getting back to, and you know who I'm talking
2: about, mm-hmm. the man
1: who the man who hit all those hits.
2: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Wouldn't it be cool if they, with one of those Field of Dream games, like if, with the Reds playing, if they had him, like, lead them out?
0: That would that would, that would be awesome. That would be really, really cool. That would yeah. definitely be something. That would I, It would make sense. It would be awesome to see.
1: Because, and the reason why I say it, I come back to that whole thing about, you know, the Legends and the All-Star game, it's like, well, with these type of games, since you making it a, a field of dreams, so no, he's not passed on, you know, thankfully, but they're coming out of the, you have them coming out of the cornfield, mm-hmm. you know, so basically like, you know, like in the movie, they're ghosts in a way coming out to play this game. So, why not have a legend, you know, lead them out? And, and I mean, it don't necessarily have to be him, it could be another Reds legend that, you know, that that is still alive or something like that, that they could just and like I said, just to kind of, I don't know, kind of bridge the gap between the past and the present, you know, type of thing. It'd be kind of cool to do. So you could, you could have like a legend lead them out or, you know, legend lead out the other team, you know, just, just like I say, just to kind of bridge that gap a little bit between mm-hmm. the old school and the new school.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I definitely, you know, they, that would, that would, that would, that would definitely make for a moment. Cause last year's game was special. That was, yeah. was something. Seeing them coming out of the cornfield and everything and then had that walk off home run and everything. Yeah. It, it was it was special. I was I was a special moment. I'm so glad that they're doing that again this year. And hopefully it becomes like an annual thing. That's what? something like we always we always we keep talking about. You know, growing the game. I think stuff like this will definitely help grow the game and bring eyes to the game.
1: Yeah, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Wasn't Kevin Costner a part of the uh, the game last year? It
2: was. Yeah. Yeah. He
1: came yeah. The yeah. Game. So was. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, if you can. Like I say, now that it seems like okay, we're gonna make this a yearly thing, and I think that I think last year's game did get a lot of buzz behind it. Henceforth, why they still they're gonna do it. So, if it's gonna be a yearly thing, yeah, just kind of add a little bit more stuff to it. You get a whatever teams you have playing, probably you know, see if they can get a legend from that team just to kind of you know just to be a just to to have them a part of you know type of thing. So, yeah. Mm -hmm,
0: mm So we will see how that game plays out. Um, that's all from me. Um, anything you want to plug and promote before we get up, we get up out of here?
1: Oh uh, well, uh, I will say this that unfortunately I had to cut um Women's Month in July short. Um, so only only end up doing two episodes. I did uh, of course set it off, and I did um Mystic Pizza with uh, Kita. That, that was the last movie I did for July and. I'm going to be starting. I mean, August is supposed to be my Bruce Willis month, um, just to pay tribute to him, since he was forced to retire because of, you know, the illness that he has, and everything. Um, Supposed to be starting it, but uh, I'll tell you this: I probably edit this part out, but because I went back into management, so uh, my schedule is going to be changing um, here in the next few weeks. Well, pretty much after after my vacation. Oh,
0: well, congratulations.
1: Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, so my schedule going to be crazy. I'm going to end up kind of working more, well, not more hours, but I'll be working some nights also, which I'm not looking forward to, but at least it's, it's a rotating schedule, so it's not like all the time, but it's going to be an up and down thing type of deal. But so I'm going to see how I'm going to do... Uh, Bruce Willis, I don't know if I'm gonna end up doing all four or if I just I'm gonna just pick out two movies to do, but August is still going to be Bruce Willis. I know I'm doing 16 blocks because uh, me and Jeff is gonna do that, but then I gotta figure out of the other three movies I-, I have planned, what's the other one if I just decide to do two? What's the other movie I'm gonna do? Um, or Bruce Willis, month. so yeah, that's what you can look forward to. This month in uh, August um, and everything on the podcast.
0: Very cool. Sounds good, my friend. Sounds good. And as far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneyMakerChris, as well as Instagram, DCSportsFan23, as well as at TheMoneyMaker315. Follow our show's Twitter account at slam underscore podcast as well as our IG page at the Grand Slam Podcast. Uh, my website, thecashingexperience.com. Check that out as well. Any last words to close out this show?
1: Uh, if you build it, they will come.
0: There you go.
1: Or, and I got to give a little jab to your nationals. If you If you tear it down, they will not come.
0: They will not go. <laughs> that, <laughs> that that that's that, sad, sad but true. Sad but true. Yes, yes. National people. <laughs> you, you
2: <better.
0: laughs> yeah. Oh man, you guys take care. Be safe as always, and we will see you back here in two weeks. Peace.
1: Peace.